Hey, boozers. Hello. I'm Gabe. And I'm Alexis. And you have made it to another mini-sode. Yes, it is Wicked Wednesday. Wicked Wednesdays. Well, tidbit, Isaac came up with that. (laughs) He did. He wants to have every... proposed this to me every wednesday in october he wants to do a halloween themed dinner and we're gonna call them wicked wednesdays wow he is taking after his mom i know and i was like (laughs) what a great idea you're like i'm not turning that down at all i was like you know what isaac i was like that would be a good name for our mini episodes on wednesdays I'm yeah. going to take it. I'm going to take it. So You guys are going to dress up in like spooky outfits that we want oh, to say? We should. Be like the Adams Family. <gasps> oh, give me more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, So today, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If we can breeze through this, then it'll be a mini episode. But I might just give you a bonus episode this week because <laughs> this is a lot. It's a lot to take in. Oh, no. So... Um, you ever just wanted to disappear for like a certain amount of time? Take your mind oh, off things. Every day, literally every day that I hop yeah. in the car and just drive, I'm like, how far can this gas tank get me? Yeah. And you just like, you, all you want to do is relax. You yeah. know, not tell anybody where you're going. Maybe just throw so my can, phone out the window. Yeah. You, you know, know, just, just become back a new person you know that movie um safe haven the nicholas sparks movie? yes and she just hopped on a greyhound bus and literally took it to the end of the line yes i've always cut, wanted to do cut that. and dyed her hair yes she t- i mean of course she was running away from her psycho you know ex-husband but abusive still, ex-husband <laughs> but still i've always wanted to do that so this story is kind of like that um but it it has a little bit more like twists to it or in like tiktok language you just add a little spice (laughs) just add a little bit in there so this is the case of sherry and i think it's called it's her last name is papini papini i don't know that's what it looks like to me so that's what we're saying so this is the case of sherry papini so grab a drink and and let's let's get get cracking November 2nd of 2016, Sherry Papini went on an afternoon jog and never returned home in the town of Mountain Gate, California. She also failed to pick up her four-year-old and her two-year-old from daycare that day. Um, This is when Keith was notified and began to worry. Her wallet and her jewelry were still at the house, but her phone was not. Um, due to the wonderful technology that we have nowadays, um, he and a few family members when searching were able to use the find my phone app, which is on like iPhones and Mm -hmm. stuff, which let me tell you, I have an Apple watch now 
And you can even ask Alexis how many <laughs> fucking times my little ding, ding, ding goes off because I can't find my phone. I do phone. that with my uh, my Galaxy watch. <laughs> I do the find my phone because I'm like, I know it's around here somewhere. I know. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Literally the greatest thing ever. Um, but I don't think they were able to do the little ding, ding Probably back in. <laughs> they just uh, find your phone app basically just shows you the location it's not like an exact location. No. <laughs> so they had to basically go in that area and then start searching, um, which they did end up finding her phone as long or as long as well as her um, her headphones. But her headphones were tangled up and they had a chunk of hair in it as well. Like they had been ripped, ripped out of her hair. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, <laughs> very. Now. um. That was along a rural road that was just north of Reading. Now, four days later, Keith appeared on Good Morning America, and according to his interview, he says that she was definitely taken against her will. Now, I wasn't able to find that clip, um, but I did find a clip of her sister begging for anyone who knows anything to help bring her back. My sister would not. <laughs> my sister would be like, thank God. Thank She's Jesus. out of my life. <laughs> my nephew um, might be sad. <laughs> um, and they also, she also said that she would never abandon her kids. Now, I'm going to play this little clip because some people did assume that maybe the family was involved, but this this seems like I mean, you always have to look at the husband or the wife, you know, they're always yes. like first suspect. Yes, but this seems pretty genuine to me. Bring her home to her family. They absolutely adore her and it's breaking our hearts that she can't come home. You know, I mean, it's pretty genuine. Yeah, my sister would not. I, f- I feel that. You know, in Gone Girl, where, like, Ben Affleck's, like, uh, just find her. My sister would do that. <laughs> and then take a picture and, like, smile next to my miss- missing poster. You know that's a <laughs> damn lie. You know that's a lie, right? <laughs> Your sister would do way more than that. If it brought her attention, Fuck. She'd be like, my sister and I were so close. We used to braid each other's hair all the time. And she would tell me everything. <laughs> Don't fucking lie. On air. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but what really sealed the deal for people, and I don't know why, <laughs> that this was not, you know, anything suspicious, is Sherry called dibs on making the sweet potatoes for Thanksgiving. <laughs> so they were like, there's no way she would just no. disappear on her she own. She fucking because called dibs, man. She was like, bro, them sweet potatoes, you've been making them wrong every fucking year. This year's my year. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like you with the macaroni and cheese. Bro. <laughs> You're like, it's my turn. Y'all suck at making macaroni and cheese. Yes. If Gabe ever goes missing, it's going to be like, oh, she didn't do it on her own because she makes the mac and cheese for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that's just how it works. <laughs> you can't fucking... <laughs> Trust me, I don't know how people go wrong with mac and cheese, but it is. <laughs> they do, okay? Um, so the search for Sherry continued for three weeks. Now, during this time, the family offered $40,000 for her discovery. Damn. 
Yes. And they also established a crowdfunding campaign to expand the reward. Now, I think they only raised $10,000, which still, that's a lot. lot. You know, know so $10,000. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was up to $50,000 to find her. Now, that's when rumors started to spread in the weeks before she was found, and Keith was at the top of the li- of the list. Now, don't get offended, okay? Because you have to. You have to assume that it's the husband or the spouse or whatever. Yeah, they're they're always top priority. There's it, literally which, statistics. Yeah, like <laughs> about it, it's it. really it's really sucky to say as like you know because your spouse is supposed to be like your person that you trust and stuff mm-hmm. but like they are <laughs> nine times out of ten the one that whacks you yeah and <laughs> there was i was at a wedding and the uh, best man was giving a speech and he was like look into each other's eyes and i was like oh how sweet and he was like whatever the statistic is it's like a 57 or whatever percent <laughs> chance he's like that person's gonna kill you and i was like oh my god that's wow. the greatest best man speech ever <laughs> i am like, literally in two weddings this year and if i get to make a speech i'm gonna say that <laughs> i just so hit good. my head i'm good everything's good everything's fine um i was like wow that's not romantic at all <laughs> i would definitely do that i'd be like listen <laughs> so um Now, he was quickly ruled out because he took a lie detector test and he passed it. Which those are so trash. They are, but... There's some people who are so good at lying. So, I mean, I guess, like, if he passed with flying colors, good for him. Yeah. I'm not saying he did anything, but, like, literally lie detector test. They're not even, like, admissible in court anymore. Nope, they're not. Now, just days before Sherry had reemerged, an anonymous donor gave an undisclosed amount of money directed towards the kidnappers um, as long as they brought her home by 5 a.m. on November 23rd. It's very specific. And when I say a good chunk of, like, money, apparently it was a very significant amount of money. They they won't say how much it was, but apparently it was a lot. They don't know who donated? Uh, they do. They just don't want to. Like- yeah. Yeah, he wanna... he wanted to remain anonymous, oh, secret lover, <laughs> maybe. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so twenty-two days after her disappearance, Sherry was found around four thirty a.m., bound with restraints and beaten pretty badly. Uh, she was released on a rural road, um, flagged down a driver. Now Keith Papini said in a statement to Good Morning America. Um, days after she was located, that his wife had scabs and bruises all over her body. He said some of the bruises were in different stages. Some of them were yellow, which means they had been healing or almost healed. Some of them were completely purple. Some of them looked like fresh. So for those 22 days, she was getting actively beat. Yeah. Um, She also... Um, had a brand seared onto her skin. Oh my god! Yeah, so she was branded. You know, have you ever seen someone get branded before? I don't know if this. So yes. I, <laughs> I was very involved in like the rodeo community. 
And let me tell you, when drunk cowboys get together, the dumbest shit happens. I've seen so many people get branded. No. And it's like, it was like a cult thing. And I was like, y'all, this is crazy. I'm not being a part of this. No, thank you. I would not. Um, they, so I guess that was on her right shoulder. Also, she was known for her very long blonde hair. That was chopped off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, um, the sheriff. Very gone girlish. Yes. Now, the sheriff uh, described her cap. Or the sheriff said that Papini described her captors as a pair of armed Hispanic women um, who she said repeatedly beat and tortured her over the course of three weeks. Now, according to last week's like court documents, um, they said that the woman pulled up during her jog and they were in a dark colored SUV and one of them had a small revolver. God, I can't talk today. (laughs) Now, Papini said that the women often kept their faces covered, but one of them had thin eyebrows and pierced ears. The other one was older and had thick eyebrows. Now, both of them mostly spoke in Spanish. Now, detectives being fucking sneaky. This is some good shit, man. Because, you know. I love it when detectives pull through, man. Yeah. Because they, okay, so they wanted to get her story. But, of course, the what's the best way to get a story out of someone? That you know you could get the full truth and not just part of the truth. You have them tell the story to someone else. Someone that they know, someone that they trust, someone that they care about Mm -hmm. instead of a police officer. And that's exactly what they did. They gave Keith a recorder so that way he could go into the room and talk to her about what happened. I wonder why they, like, were they, like, suspecting some shit, like, right ahead? I don't. Or do they do that with, like, every, like kidnap victim i don't know it didn't really say but i'm assuming they might do it to i shouldn't say they do it to every victim but maybe there was maybe she was refusing to talk like too traumatized or Mm -hmm. something yeah and they thought it would be best to send in her husband um because obviously they couldn't uh he couldn't see her at all mm-hmm. he said in an interview that he got a call and he could hear her screaming and they would like they abruptly took the phone from her and was like yeah we found her you can't see her we're gonna take her to this hospital blah 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 and then that, oh, that was- would be so terrifying it's I- like a father and like like this woman, like, she is the mother of your children and she is your wife. And, like, the only thing you get is her screaming and then they'll be like, yep, you can't see her. Sorry. Yeah, I know. That's horrible. I kind of felt a little upset by that. But now she said that one of the abductors was laughing at her. Now she said that no one's going to believe her. Everyone is going to think that you ran away and that no one is going to believe her. Um, And she said, apparently, according to her, that the buyers were cops and that they were never going to find you. So she was believing that she was going to be human trafficked and that the buyers were police officers. Damn. Which, I mean, you never know. You never know, dude. I've seen so many freaking, just Netflix alone has like a bias against cops or something because they like to whip out them freaking cop shows and they're all like dirty cops and stuff like that. I know. Um, She also had to 
they kept her in a closet and she had to use a bucket with kitty litter in it as a toilet is what she said that's so like detailed i know it's disgusting though but you know after reading like so many other cases Mm -hmm. i mean it sounds legit yeah it fucking sounds legit okay i can't like i i understand like kitty litter like it basically consumes the odor so like the kidnappers they were thinking it through they're like man this bitch she ain't gonna stink Mm -hmm. that's for sure (laughs) this shit ain't gonna stink now she also described her alleged abductors as playing that really annoying mexican music according to the criminal complaint um she also said that they had played mariachi music during the vehicle ride from the scene of her abduction listen i'm sorry i know that she was kidnapped but she's starting to sound real racist (laughs) the annoying (laughs) mexican music bruh I know. I read that and I was like, <gasps> like rude? I understand that you're probably upset with them and like they kidnapped you and like they, it was wrong. Like the whole situation was wrong. But <laughs> bitch, that music's good. Okay, <laughs> don't fucking. And we're not laughing because like she got kidnapped. We're I'm laughing. laughing. We're <laughs> laughing because we know the end of like I know the yeah. end of the story and mm-hmm. Dave knows the end of the story. So mm-hmm. like we're just it's you just listen. <laughs> Shooketh. Now the motive is still unclear they have no idea why they picked this white woman up i almost said hispanic (laughs) why they picked her up out of nowhere and are just grabbing her but again sex trafficking man everybody everybody is you know game fair game (laughs) (laughs) now um seeing how this was a high profile incident i mean her family was on Good Morning America. This was literally everywhere. Yeah, and thousands of dollars have been raised. Yes. And one the chief, along with many others, thought that the abduction was a hoax. Now, the husband, Keith, said that these rumors, assumptions, lies, and hate have been both exhausting and disgusting. Now, people should be ashamed of their malicious, subhuman behavior. All the information that we have right now, we have no reason to believe that she is making this up. That's her husband? That is her husband. So, obviously, the cops think it's fake. Or at least the chief of police does. Yeah. Which, I mean, sir, you can't just go into the situation thinking that. But there's got to be, like, some sort of, like, evidence or something pointing to it being just Or BS. lack thereof. Yeah. Now, Missy MacArthur, the then mayor of Reading, said a few days later at a celebration at the Reading Civil- Civic Auditorium um, marking Papini's safe home or safe return home that any suggestion the abduction did not occur was simply the work of internet trolls so even the mayor was like shut the hell up people people (laughs) (laughs) now during this entire investigation the law enforcement released very very little information about this case and it wasn't until the b which is a news channel like website in cali um kind of like the lansing state journal Mm -hmm. but online um they obtained a um via the public records a incident that happened in early of 2017 um oh no they yeah so 
they, <laughs> the county sheriff's office had a incident report, which was only two sentences, and it stated that Papini alleged that the then 21 at the time, um, oh, I wrote that wrong. That's not. So her <laughs> mother at the time, her mom mm-hmm. wrote that Papini at the time, who was 21 years old, had been harming herself and was blaming the harm on her mother. So she was telling people that the scars or the bruises or whatever that she had on her was her the doings of her mother. What? Yes. So she's this like devious little human? Yeah, she was like punch me in the face. And I'm going to say it's my mom. Wow. <laughs> so this is obviously when her story really started falling apart. Yeah, like, like if your own mother, let's listen, listen, not all mothers are like trustworthy. I get that. But like in a situation like this, if your own mom's like, yeah, nah, she was lying, then who's going to believe you? Right. But remember, this this was, they obtained it in early of 2017, but this was in December of like 03. So it, mm. it had been a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was young. Well, I mean, she was 21, so she still knew right from wrong, but whatever. Now, criminologists... And law enforcement experts who spoke to the bee at the time noted that there were some abnormalities about the incident. Um, For one, it is very rare to be abducted by other women. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because I just literally just watched this. Here we are with TikTok again. But um, I just watched this TikTok about this girl and she was literally just saying that her and her boyfriend went to the movies Mm -hmm. and this like 16 year old girl came up to her and was like can you help me find my mom like I I don't know where she went and she had like a phone in her hand and everything and the girl's like no she's like I can walk you up to the front desk and that's about it because like obviously first off she had a cell phone secondly she was 16 like I was going to the movies by myself at 16 yeah and she then I guess the girl kept like insisting and insisting just she's like can you walk out to the parking lot with me please can you walk out and she's like no i'm not going to and then finally like she walked like the girl walked out to the parking lot be- without her and they went and watched their movie and i guess when they came out the girl was again in the lobby like walking around talking to other women and um, so i like i just feel like yeah but she wasn't the abductor you know what i mean no but she's she was the... in part of it though well I you don't like... know well. you don't know she could have been sex trafficked herself and she's the pawn yeah. And that's the only way to get her out of said situation back home or whatever. But she's not the actual abductor. Yeah. She's just the one that brings them in for the others. But, of course, too, back in 2016, sex trafficking was like, I mean, nobody really knew about it that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like in, it's existed for forever. Ever. But, like, and within the past like what fucking like i think since like like covid like ever since like 2020 like we have been finding out some like real <laughs> shitty things yeah i feel on. like in the past couple of years or few years mm-hmm. i feel like it's really been on the rise yeah so like maybe people are more aware of it now yeah. than what they were back then but mm-hmm. i get that you never fucking know man now okay so let's see um Again, now, 
when they they brought up the other thing with her being like hitting herself and stuff like that. So that kind of made them suspicious. And then around the same time, Internet Sleuths, which we love Internet Sleuths. They're (laughs) so good. You ever seen Don't Fuck With Cats? No, I've heard it's really good. It's on the list. You got to watch it. It's so good. Nothing but Internet people. It's great. (laughs) Um, they dug up a racist essay uh, written by Sherry. Now, um, she wrote this post about her states and she got into fights with her, uh, like in her youth with Latinos who claimed to target her because she was drug free, white and proud of her blood and heritage. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sherry, you're not. Sherry. Sherry. Sherry, you're not. Listen, things never disappear. So you can't just put that shit out there. Yes. And they never disappear. Yes. And so she actually told the officers that someone had wrote that in her name and she was in the midst of like hiring an attorney to get that out of her name they wrote it in so they just logged on to her yeah. shit and was like by the way i'm a racist piece of shit like don't like me. what yeah. yeah who has time to do that to other people bro i i have no fucking idea now, detectives did find DNA from a woman um, on Papini's body, and she they also found DNA from a man on her clothes. Now, um, the DNA did not match her husband, Keith. Suspicious. That is, well, I just want to know, like, if this all just is, like, some big ploy, how did she get the brand on her back? Like, she couldn't have done that by herself. Well, it was on her shoulder. On, like, on the front of her shoulder? Or uh, it didn't say. It just said that it was on her shoulder. Because I feel like it would be, depending on the placing, you know. I don't know, man. I can fucking, like, <laughs> I could reach if I wanted to. <laughs> if I really wanted to, I probably could. <laughs> um, now, the DNA sample was uploaded into the criminal database where it didn't ping a match, which, you know, if you're not a criminal, you ain't showing up. That's not true. I am in the database, but I've also worked with kids. Oh, well, so, then, yeah, I'm not a criminal people. OK, <laughs> well, but I'm fucked. If I ever do anything, I'm going to ping right on the database. <laughs> oh, for sure. I don't know. I don't think my DNA, but my fingerprints are sure as fuck on there, though, because I got my pew pew license. Pew, pew. <laughs> so everyone was trying to just make her out to be this freaking super mom um and she would cut her foot off while trying to fight back against her captors and investigators found like no evidence of that she was like i tried to slice my foot what and there was was, like not even a slice (laughs) this woman's covered in bruises that she could have spewed any sort of story for the bruises that are already there but Mm -hmm. instead she was like no i tried to 127 hours it and just like slice off my fucking ankle yeah and there's not even a scratch yeah and she also done it with her like finger nubs she also told the investigators that after her release along i5 she heard the captors having an argument which was followed by a gunshot. Now, according to the attorneys, um, the authority could not um, like find any reports of a missing person or unresolved homicides. 
in that county at all whatsoever. So again, red flag. Just saying. This um, is like stacks on stacks on stacks. I, I of know. Red flags. I know. So after the DNA revelation, there was no significant updates um, made to the public about her case for more than four years. Really? It just like went just cold? Cold. Now, you know, that's not good because then the cops are like just taking that time to like gather as much as they can before striking. Yes. So March of 2022, Papini was arrested and charged so federal prosecutors last thursday march 3rd of 2022 unveiled the charges against papini local law enforcement and the fbi determined that instead of being kidnapped and tortured she had actually been staying with a former boyfriend in costa mesa shocker she just wanted a little vacay (laughs) just a little vacay she was presented with the evidence that showed that she had not been abducted and the u.s attorney phil talbert's office said in a statement instead of retracting her kidnapping story papini continued to make false statements about her um like abductors She's like, she's like, this is my story and I'm sticking to it, man. She's just like a typical narcissist. You like show them the evidence. They're like, no, I don't know who fabricated that. But listen, like who's gaslighting you? Who is it? Because it's not me. It's not. I'm not doing that. Okay. (laughs) So the DNA that entered into the state database returned a hit in March of 2020 that led investigators to the ex-boyfriend, according to their court documents, um, which... Look at that. What did I say? For them, four years, man, they were just (laughs) They were just fucking gathering shit. Um, Now... Investigators determined that the ex was briefly associated with an address owned by Papini's parents. She just <laughs> she did no. not cover her. She's like no. she's like, don't worry, no one will actually look into this, so don't worry. Yes. You don't need to do anything other than just like fluff the ground a little yes. bit. It'll be fine. Yes. So FBI agents went to the ex boyfriend's home in June. Um, of 2020 and collected items from his trash, including the honest honey green tea bottle that was analyzed and found to have DNA that matched the collected from Papini's clothing, uh, court documents, um, that's what the court documents say. And very similar process was used in 2018, which I thought this was kind of cool, um, for DNA confirming Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. as the Golden State Killer. So it was like the same little process. Same little tactic, Mm -hmm. man. Which we'll have to um, cover him as well. Oh, absolutely. Now, investigators did track down the ex in August of 2020, and he admitted to helping um, Papini run away. Um, He just folded like that? I bet he fucking did. (laughs) He was like, the bitch was supposed to stay with me, not go back home. The FBI fucking showed up, and he was like... I'll tell you everything. <laughs> you got to get better partners in crime, man. <laughs> um, now, they not only had they were they ex-boyfriend and girlfriend, they had also once been engaged. This is like screaming gone girl at me so hard. <laughs> Sometime in 2015, the ex found personal items that reminded him of Papini and sent them to her parents. 
he told investigators. And then that's when she later called him and said that she had been saving money because she had a plan to run away with him. Out of nowhere. And he was like, you know what, baby? I haven't talked to you in 10 years, but that sounds like a great plan. He's like, I found this book of yours. I'll send it to you. (laughs) And she was like, I fucking hate my life. (laughs) Oh, my God. So she told him that her husband was beating and raping her and she was trying to escape. Um, She told the ex-boyfriend that she had filed police reports, but the police were not doing anything to stop the husband's abuse. She just fucking keeps going, dude. I am like, I'm shooketh. I am shooketh. I know. <laughs> she just keeps going. It's like she's going and going and she's just, she's going. She's, she's going. like the fucking Energizer Bunny, man. <laughs> but of course, there were no reports of any of that. No. Um. Now, Sherry and Keith were interviewed by the FBI um, on... August 13th of 2020, while the husband was in the interview room, Papini continued to deny that she ran away with the ex-boyfriend. Um, once the husband left the room, she admitted that she <laughs> and the ex-boyfriend did talk a little bit um, we just before. Talk. We just chatted. We just He hit me up on Facebook. <laughs> on Messenger. He poked me. He poked me. No. Oh, no. Do you guys, do you remember that? Yes, poke wars. Yes. I was like, I'll fucking poke you. <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. Um. Now, th- she did say that not, that like the entire time that she was there, she did not disavow her repeated statements that the two Hispanic women kidnapped her. <laughs> she was like, they kidnapped me. Listen, I know two things. One, <laughs> they were women. Two, they were Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And three, they kidnapped me. Nor would she ever admit that her ex-boyfriend picked her up. <laughs> Even though he was like, yeah, I swung by her house around six. <laughs> swung by at six. Um, now, the ex-boyfriend told investigators that Peeney cut her hair and hit and burned herself to cause injuries while she was with him. And he was just like, all right, babe, I see you. You're good. You he go, wasn't girl. like, wow. You go, girl. He's like, wow, she's committed this time. And I, she had to have hit herself really hard because I forgot to mention one of the things is her nose was broke. Bruh, I could. Dude, this is literally she watched the movie Gone Girl <laughs> and was like, yep. That's how I'm gonna do it because That's in the movie, brilliant. in the movie, the woman she like smacks herself in the face with a fucking hammer. Bruh, she just, you, ooh, right in the eye. Listen, yeah, I don't think I, I can do that. I couldn't. Are you kidding me? Uh, I say that, and then the I only used thing to, like, I purposely do to myself is give myself like go to get tattoos, and it's like oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I've done more, but like not nothing like super harmful, <laughs> not appropriate. Okay. We're just not going to talk about it. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, again, she caused these injuries. Now, um, she harmed herself to support her false statements, which, duh. Why else would you fucking yeah. harm yourself? Now, eventually, according to the court documents, Papini told the ex-boyfriend that she missed her children and asked to be taken back. <laughs> You weren't committed for that long then. Bro. <laughs> she was like, I need a break. She's like, listen, the kids have been really hounding me lately. 
<laughs> I just needed a little breather. Just, just a little breather. They made the seven-hour drive in a rental car and dropped her off on this county road um, that she brought stuff in a bag, which she used to bind her own wrists and ankles, and then also tossed a prepaid phone out the window during the drive. <laughs> she was listen bro i i understand that her story totally fell apart but this woman was fucking committed she must have been just binge watching criminal tv for like <laughs> months beforehand just writing everything yes. down in a little diary you know yes like dear diary don't forget to throw out the prepaid phone about a mile before they drop you off like what i do when i'm watching crime shows i'm like they left a bloody footprint. Fucking amateurs. Why did they do that? Idiots. God, they act like they don't know how to fucking be serial killers anymore. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> now, the prosecutor said that not only did this woman have like GoFundMe accounts and other bullshit, she applied for and received more than $30,000 from the California Victims Compensation Board. <laughs> yeah she like she came back and she was like i got it i'm a victim i'm a victim you know what are, what are the what are the specifications for that like i don't know because i feel like they didn't look into it either they were like no oh, i mean you are a victim it You're wasn't right. until four years later that yeah, the police really true. started freaking looking into stuff true. this kind of <laughs> i'm just i'll say it off air <laughs> um now so not only that, for the GoFundMe accounts, guess how much they collected? A lot. $49,000 uh, from the GoFundMe, which uh, they used in part to pay off sheriff's credit cards. <laughs> um. So she was like, listen, I got hella debt, too. Yeah. Yeah. So... All in all, she just lied. Um, I'm pretty sure that she was granted a release on a $120,000 bond, um, and she is due to appear in federal court for the preliminary hearing on Wait, March 25th. They let her do bail? Um, so She literally yes ran no. away for a month. So yes and no, because I read another article that stated that they were fighting to not let her do that. She's a flight risk. And yes, she was a major Hello. flight risk. And so the other article that I did read was that she was still in jail, but she had some complaints. She had some. The oh quality God. of this jail was just, it wasn't doing it for her. Is okay, it just screaming white privilege? <laughs> it wasn't doing episode. it for her. So her lawyer decided to contact the sheriff's office and let them know that her pillows weren't fluffed right. And the jail is not feeding her very well. Um, they're not feeding her food and she hasn't been able to eat for weeks. But the bitch went fucking three weeks without eating to, you know, claim her story even more. But let's oh not god yeah so she is supposed to be I, i'm pretty sure her court hearing is here pretty soon i couldn't find anything on like the results of that hearing um but i'm sure we're gonna be hearing more in the months the to come audacity i know dude i was so pissed <laughs> you... off dude i was like this bitch 
fucking picked Mexican women out of fucking everyone. Oh. Racism. And people say racism isn't still alive. It is alive and well. Okay? Alive and well. It's thriving. I just can't get over the fact that she complained about her pillows while in jail. I'm just kidding. That she didn't <laughs> she didn't complain about that. I feel like if she was complaining about that stuff. But like she literally starved herself, right? Yes. While being air quote kidnapped while living at her boyfriend's house to make herself seem thinner and then she's like yes. hey they're not feeding me enough at the prison yeah like <laughs> bitch i know they got some good food okay you get free like literally homeless people get arrested on purpose in the winter so they can get free food <laughs> like mm-hmm. i know they get some good food in prison oh because my, my parents gosh. used to be corrections officers okay i know what they feed <laughs> you guys in there well i don't know because she's in jail so maybe prison is like a little upgrade or something you know <laughs> it's more luxury suites i don't know i mean fucking... it's just you know it's a lifetime commitment it is i mean they get email tv they get jobs they get fucking hobbies crafts they got tiktok <laughs> yes they do have there are TikTok. literally inmates on tiktok they're like yo you know i'm gonna my... show you how to make my burrito and i'm like <laughs> And I'm like, is this real? This is how you make. Please tell me this is not real. Like, this is how you make prison Ritos. I'm like, wow, that would be helpful if I ever went to prison, but I'm not. They whip out their like little prison card, and they're like, you gotta like cut it up. We're making some candy today, and you got, and they're like rolling it. And I'm like, is this like, yeah, you're in there, yeah, like you probably did some like ferocious crime right? or or the lives you ever come across those the I, like lives where literally they're in their freaking like cell and they're all just like talking to the camera and everybody's asking like what are you in for and blah 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 my mom said every time she comes across them she reports it <laughs> she's like report she's got like a little red button that she carries around with her little like <laughs> clipboard and she's like mm. Cell 234. <laughs> Report. <laughs> Report. <laughs> I'm reporting you. I just want to start commenting and be like, I'm a corrections officer. Reported. <laughs> Reported. <laughs> but that was my very long, um, short Wednesday mini. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a mini at all. I'm sorry. It was just too much. It was a, it was a good one. I Listen, I watched a fucking lady do it in a 60-second TikTok video, but there was so much information. I had to make sure everybody knew everything. <laughs> she whipped it out in 60 seconds, and we've been here for 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. We're just not that talented, people. We're no, sorry. I just wanted to make sure you guys knew everything, because I learned quite a bit. I didn't know she yeah. was, you know, wrote a racist essay. And... I literally only heard, like, one news report on it, like, six months ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then Gabe's like, I'm going to do an episode on it. I was like, cool, because I don't know She was like, it. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. You didn't know the ins and outs. And now everybody does. Now you do. <laughs> so we will talk to you guys on Friday. It's going to be a terrible one. So you're welcome for that. So we will talk to you on Fucked Up Fridays. Bye. Bye.